This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, boo. It's me, Roz. Oh, my God. Oscar Montoya is back. You may remember Oscar Montoya. If you've been around for a while listening to the show, you might remember when Oscar was on. It was early on in the show. And he has the most iconic story about sort of a premonition dream situation. I can't even... I don't want to ruin it for you. I would say go back and listen. We do reference it in this episode. And um, I love Oscar. He's a great actor, comedian. He's on the show Minx. And we have a great time laughing. Of course, you can watch the video version on YouTube. I have that link in the description of uh, this episode and all the episodes. And you can watch last week's, which was... Very good, in my opinion, because Brian Fuller was on, and oh my god, I got so many messages. I've gotten a lot of messages lately from you guys telling me how much you love the show, and it means the world to me, so thank you guys. I always appreciate hearing from you. Okay, let's just do it. 
It's time for Oscar Montoya once again. On with the show! I'm joined by a repeat customer. (laughs) Truly someone that was born for podcasting. One of the best podcasters I've ever known. What? Oscar Montoya. Oh, yes. Hi. Also, also one of the stars of the TV show Minx yes! on HBO Max. Well, Let now it's j- on Stars. Stars as of today. Oh, congrats! Uh-huh. Yes, because um, it got pulled from HBO Max. Merge, and then yeah, yeah uh-huh. the whole merge, you know, the whole thing. And then Lionsgate said, Mm-mm, "No, no, 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 you coming home with us?" Okay, and now we're on Stars. Well, you are a star <laughs> with a Z, baby. When I first heard about the show, I mm. heard '70s fashions. Yes. Wieners uh-huh. <laughs> and Oscar Mon freaking Toya. I said, "Can't can it get any better than that?" No, it can't. It, it actually can't. Season two, it will get better. Trust. More doingers. More doingers. More natural doingers. More doinger diversity. It's natural do- doingers, meaning they're not prosthetic. Right. Yeah. The real deal. The real. Deal. Oh, okay, the real ding dong deal, honey. Okay, ding dong. These people said we are going to be vulnerable in front of a camera. <gasps> Get those prosthetics off our bodies. They rip it off, <laughs> and we see it. It's like a wig reveal. <laughs> <laughs> there was a dick underneath, underneath the, the other dick. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. That's drag right there. That's drag. That's true drag. So, Oscar, you've been on the show. I actually just the other day was recording, and I referenced your dream story, which is one of the most Work. incredible stories ever. You, you were on early in this podcast, mm-hmm. probably three years ago. And you also made an appearance doing one of my favorite bits I've ever done in the history of the show, which was at one of my live shows. Yes. It was when the Elsa from Frozen doll was in the news because this family reported that they had a haunted Elsa doll that kept returning and we had you on a microphone <laughs> backstage playing her as I interviewed a, a an Elsa doll. And you spoiler alert, it wasn't real. <laughs> you bought an Elsa doll? I bought You an, went to Target, got an Elsa doll, and you're like, okay. I did. Listen, I, it could have been a haunted doll. It might have been. She might have just been shy. But it was, you were so good at it. It was all improvised and it was very funny. Roz, it was so fun. That, okay, your live shows, listen, the podcast is amazing. Like, truly, an incredible Thank podcast. You. Your live shows are next level. Thank you. At Casita del Campo, which is haunted. Yes. Like, there's an atmosphere of, like, spooky shit happening over there. But, like, your shows are, you just know how to curate a fucking show. Thank you. You know what you're you're doing. You've always known what you're doing. 2023, there will be more Mm. people (gasps) listening, just so they know. If you're in the L.A. area and haven't seen Ghosted, the live show, what the fuck are you doing? Why just L.A.? Why not take it on the road? Would you? I would like to. I don't know. Will people come? Yeah. Write down in the comments uh, where you want me to go. Um, but if we're in LA and you're not busy shooting, I would love to. I mean, all the TV on. shows and commercials and everything you do. I would love to. Are you kidding me? I just want you to buy a ticket full you. price if you happen to be available, Oscar. I just want to make sure. I'm just making sure you didn't let me finish my sentence. I want to make sure. Clever. I want to make sure it's clear uh-huh. that just because you've been on this show, you don't get a discount. But you are expected to come. You're charging me double is what you're, you're doing. You're expected to come. I see. 
I see. So, ghosts. Have you had any other ones? I have. And really? on the topic of that live show, I have to tell you about something that went down during that show. What went down during the show? So, who was the, who was the psychic that you brought on the show? I'm guessing it was Elena. Elena Servideo Schwinn. Yes. She's incredible. She's from Long Island, New Jersey? New Jersey, I believe. New Jersey, okay. She's from New Jersey. She was incredible. A personality. Uh-huh. She was, like, talking to you and then, like, straight up being, like, you. Something happened to you, blah, blah, blah. Pretty accurate, right? I was, I was, <laughs> mind you, the entire show, I was backstage. I couldn't see anybody. I didn't see what she looked like. I didn't, nothing, right? So I was hearing her voice. I was, like, she was very engaging. She's very funny. She was calling people out. She was getting really accurate readings. And I was like, for some reason backstage, I was like, don't let her see you because she's going to call you out on something. I was just like, don't. Just don't. Try to avoid yeah, her Yeah, I remember she was costs. calling people out. She was like, you over there. Yeah, like fully just being like, hey, there's somebody that wants to say this to you, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, whoa. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's really just like, just like <laughs> getting people off. with her readings, you know? Yeah. Um, at the end of the show, you like introduce me. I like step out and I step out and I wave to the audience and I just give a little peek over to her and she gives me this look that I'm like, the bitch Uh-oh. clocked me. She's got something. She knows something. Uh oh. And I was like, because I'm curious about the supernatural stuff, but like, and a lot of supernatural shit has happened to me. But I'm like, let me live in my denial world, you know? Because if someone would to, like, she would break it down for me in a way that I would be like, this is too spooky. I, I you know, un- unsubscribe. I don't want to be okay. a part of this. It's not Ignorance fun anymore. is bliss. Do you know what I mean? And, like, sometimes, because, you know, not all presences are funny or cute or nice. Like, some, some people want to wish you harm, you know, from the other side. So... I get my shit, I say bye to you, and as I'm leaving, she's Uh-oh. like, excuse me. And I'm like, oh no. Uh-oh. I turn around, she's there. Looking amazing, by the way. Very Jersey. Very, very Jersey vibe. 100% Jersey vibe. And she's like, there's someone that's been following you your whole life. And I was like, God, no, lady, please don't. I don't need to hear this. Did you know what she was talking about? Kind of, kind of. I my, I I've always been like my grandma has been very sensitive to spirits. She would constantly talk to spirits, and she she was the one who raised me because I'm from Colombia, I'm from South America, and she her husband died, and she would always say that like he was around. Like I, I would be like helping her in the kitchen and out of nowhere, she's like, oh, he's touching my hand. Your grandfather's touching my hand. And I would like not be scared, but there was a little bit of like, grandma's real crazy right now, you know? Uh-huh. Like a little bit like, I don't really believe this is happening, you know? Um, but I, you know, growing up, I did see some spirits. I've had some connections to the spiritual realm where I would just see stuff or feel a presence and be like, okay, whatever, moving on, you know? But when she called me out, when she said, you, you have had someone following you your whole life, I'm like, oh, God, no, 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 no. And then she went, she went, she continued to talk. And she said, 
there is a man, an older man, that is not related to you, Hot. who <laughs> a daddy, a sugar daddy who no, um, who follows you around, and you knew him when you were very, very, very young. He was a family friend, and he is always by your side. He is your guardian angel, mm. and he's looking out for you. And I was like, okay. I was creeped out because I'm like, what do you mean not a family member? I thought it was like my grandfather, who I never met, that was like there. And when she was like, there's a man following you around, I was like, it's my grandfather. But when well, she was every like, every time I hear stuff like that, I'm always like, how much are they? Do they do they clock out for a couple <laughs> hours sometimes? Because I don't need them seeing everything. Right, that part, that part. I, I mean, I think about that sometimes. I'm like, how these spirits? What this is? No, they can't be watching. Everything, right? I don't know. Maybe it's a thing. Maybe they might love watching every. I mean, I don't know. Do you choose to be a ghost to follow someone around? Like, is that like something you volunteer for? Mm. I don't know. That is weird. If I had to, if you had to follow someone around, like, would that be fun for you? Like, what would that? No. It wouldn't, and if you're constantly just, like, pushing things out of the way, they're about to fall on them because you're, like, guardian angeling them at all times. That's true. If that is your gig, I mean, how do you First get— First you can't ever take a break. True. That's probably why. They're always watching, even when you're getting freaky-deaky, because in case something, you know, goes wrong— Like what? Things I've read some things You've that can read happen. Some things. I've read and I've seen some. T- You've seen. I've seen. I've seen things that can happen. What have you seen? And you got you got to make sure your guardian angels are keeping things together, <laughs> intact, together, intact. <laughs> because sometimes you need a heavenly hand in the room in the bedroom. So I get it. I get why they're watching, right? And I appreciate that. I, but I don't know. Like when you die, are you in like the the job search temp office and in Ghost World? And they're like, okay, you can either be in this house moaning for the rest of your life, walking back and forth. You can follow <laughs> that that's a this job. person. Like we've got people that you can follow. Um, we have a whole list of people. We can match you with one that we think would be good for you. <laughs> We could also um, have you go into someone's house and you just throw shit. That's all you do is you just throw shit like once or twice a week. It's pretty simple. Not a bad job. This is like a part-time thing now. That's more of a gig, yeah. Okay, I see. I see. I mean, I don't know. How does it happen where you end up— disappointing. I I hate that. You know, when I die, I want to like, I don't know, relax, you know, to like die and then like, you know, be a ghost having to like hustle for a gig. Yeah. Girl— I no. do that now, and it's tough. Have you had moments when you uh, have felt like a guardian angel intervenes? Well, the ending to that story okay. is that she's like, you have a guardian angel who's looking out for you, and he communicates you. He communicates with you through your dreams. Now, if you listen to the first time I was here, mm. I, as you know— one of I the best a, stories I've I've heard. I've had that recurring dream since I was five years old that I was going to die before I turned 29. And sure enough, that literally was going to happen. And it's been a recurring dream my entire life. So I'm like, this all tracks. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes when you get readings with people, they're like, 
sort of on the target, but not really bullseye, or like they're bullseye in one aspect and then like off in other stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But the fact that she was able to tell me that this is the way that he communicates with me, girl, how? Has how? there been communication like since that incident? There has been. There has been. And it's weirdly abstract. I've I've had a weird recurring dream where there's some sort of like creature or monster. It looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings who's on top of my head just tapping my exposed brain. This is very strange. And it's just tapping my exposed brain. And I'm, like, aware that it's happening, but I'm also, like, in public and no one is seeing it. And I have to play it off like nothing is wrong. But, like, my brain is exposed. I don't have a cranium, you know. And there's a little creature just tapping the top of my brain. I've had that dream many, many times. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, that's going to happen in real life. (laughs) That's like, remember the Hannibal movie when he like cuts the guy's head off and he like, <laughs> he's like serving up the pieces of the guy's brain on like a hibachi. Oh my gosh. Yes. Could it be, now I'm not trying to discredit, but could it be like you saw that movie, you saw Lord of the Rings, it formed this thing in your brain. Oh, I did a double feature? You did a double feature. <laughs> you mixed and matched it. It could be. Fan fiction. The, the thing is, when that dream that saved my life was so literal, this one feels a little more abstract. I don't know if this is canon, you know, I don't know if this is dream okay. canon for me. But the fact that it's recurring, it's giving me pause. Does it bit. happen like when you're under stress, when your That's brain is being poked too hard <laughs> by things? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, is it. Are you into some freaky shit, huh, Roz? Yes. <laughs> I want my brain poked. Yes, poke my brains out. <laughs> precious, like what is what does he say, Gollum? My not pre- precious, my precious. Not precious, no, not precious, not the movie Precious. Doesn't based he, on the novel, but based on the novel Push by Sapphire. No, I'm talking about based on the novel by Tolkien. Tolkien, Tolkien. You know, I don't is know that how this. You say it? I don't know this nerd to- shit. Whatever his name is, and he says something about my precious. You're right, it's my precious. I don't know that stuff. <laughs> somebody somebody made me see one of those movies one time, and that's all Someone I know. Someone made you see yes. these movies? Who one, was this? No, it was one time, mm-hmm. and it was like a bunch of kids were like, for my birthday, we're all going to oh, see no. the, one of the Lord of the Rings. No. No, no, no. I don't no, do that. No. Those, that's, those are long-ass movies, too. Very long. And I don't get it. No. Is it a white person thing? Is it a white person thing? I don't know. I mean, those hobbits are white. <laughs> Is there anyone of color in the in the Hobbit world? In the what do you call that? The, the Tolkien universe. The Tolkien verse. I don't know if there is a person of color. There's not even a Tolkien person of color in the Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where are the tokens in Tolkien's novels? Exactly. Where are they? Yeah, can't you can't have like an even like ethnically ambiguous Hobbit? Shaking my damn head. Anyway, all of that is to say, she clocked me hard. I've been thinking about this 
spirit. Oh, she also said that sometimes she, she's like, you feel like someone's pushing you or like someone's tugging at you or something. And I'm like, I don't, what? No, what? No, I don't think so. And she's like, yeah, the next time you feel like a tug or like a pull and you don't know who it's from, that's from your guardian angel who's sort of like very rough with you because he gets very frustrated with you. But he's very proud of what, what you're doing, what you've accomplished, all that stuff. And I'm like, huh, interesting. I haven't felt a phantom tug or a pull, but I'm not crazy about my guardian angel being physically abusive towards me. Do you know who this family friend was? Not at all. Hmm. I don't know. And again, it's super vague. This is someone from Colombia, I assume, because that's where I'm from. And so I don't talk to any of my relatives over there. So I don't know who it could possibly be. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know if it's someone who's like friends of the family who felt guilty and then was like, I guess I'll help this Sad little gay boy out, you know? Like, I don't know how it worked worked out that way. Because I was a baby. He he couldn't have been like, this kid's cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. He's like, that kid's gay. <laughs> that baby's gay. That is a gay baby. Yeah. I will say, growing up with my grandma, my grandma was so... <laughs> my grandma was so weird. Aside from all of that, like, ghost talk or whatever, she would constantly say to me, this is, like, maybe the birth of my body dysmorphia or something, and she would say, you know, it's such a shame that you're a boy because you could have been a beauty pageant winner. And I'd be like, huh? Like, literally four, four years old. Just like, what? And she's like, oh, you just have such womanly thighs and womanly hips. It's such a shame. Like, you would be such a great pageant queen. Wow. Fully just like, oh, it's such a shame that you were a boy. I felt like fucking sleepaway camp. Have you seen that movie? Oh, of course have I seen that sleepaway aunt. camp. That aunt. It felt very that. It felt I, I was I felt like I was Angela. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. But again, like my whole relationship with my grandma was just like she would say weird shit and I'd just be like, mm-hmm. And just like keep it moving. Yeah. But like I Totally blocked it out until fairly recently in therapy. I was like, wait a second. She would do these weird, she would say some weird shit to me Mm -hmm. where I'm like, what? I know. That stuff is tricky for kids because people would say stuff like that to me all the time. And I'd be like, yeah, you're telling me. I know it's a fucking shame. Do you know what I could do with these legs and these eyelashes? You that guys part. try to get me to play football? That part. These aren't helping me. <laughs> if you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists 
turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. You want to hear... A listener story? Yes, please. Okay, this is a story. It's kind of long, but it. it's juicy. It's good. Okay, this comes from Hillary. And if anyone listening Clinton? wants- Clinton? I don't think it's that Hillary. Oh. Actually, let's go with that. <laughs> it might be. Um, if anyone listening wants to send me stories, I love reading these with my guests. Um, or, you know what? Let's open it up to voice notes. Try to keep it a couple of minutes at the most. Um, send it to either ghostedbyroz at gmail.com um, or in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. All right, here we go. Hillary says, my name is Hillary. Clinton. I am such a huge fan of you in the show. Okay, wait. Aww. I'll skip that part. That's, no, I'm don't, embarrassed. Don't let I'm embarrassed. the kids know. Come on, Roz. <sighs> okay, that's very sweet. I'm a huge fan of you and the show. Aww. I wanted to share the spooky and kooky happenings at my apartment that lasted for about a week. Hmm. One night, my boyfriend, Bill. Bill? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe the man on the side. One night, my boyfriend was washing dishes in the kitchen. Before he started, he had opened the cabinets above his head to put the dishes away when he was done. As he's washing the dishes, something small from the cabinet fell into the sink. He was trying to look through the bubbles to see what fell into the sink when the entire shelf of plastic containers in the cabinet collapsed and spilled onto his head. <laughs> Comedy. That's... I, this I'm, feels very R.L. Stein. This is giving me goosebumps. Oh, vibes. really? I see. I was thinking it was like I don't know, Laurel and Hardy or something. Like, <laughs> oh, you think more slapstick? Still, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so he picks everything up and found out that the pin holding one side of the shelf was missing, causing the avalanche of Tupperware. He checked the sink, and in the drain was the little clear pin that held the shelf. Hmm. It wasn't broken. He was able to reinstall it and put the shelf back. It was just like it popped out. At this point, we had lived in the apartment for three to four years, and nothing like that had happened before. Okay. Okay. So, you know, is that a ghost thing? I don't know yet. But wait. Oh, okay. After that incident, I kept waking up in the middle of the night for various reasons. I'm a pretty light sleeper, so it's not surprising to me that I would wake up to small things, uh, but these were weird. Mm. One night... I woke up to someone breathing loudly. Not the book on tape. Annoyed, I turned over to my boyfriend. I heard him breathing, (laughs) but at the same time, (laughs) I still heard the other loud breathing that woke me up. So both were happening in harmony. Oh, in harmony. (laughs) 
Now you go up. And you go up one. <laughs> okay. So it says, I have no idea where this breathing was coming from. Mm. Another night, I heard what sounded like someone walking around the living room, dragging their feet on the carpet. Mm-mm. I don't like a drag like that. I hate a drag. No, no, no. No. Again, Mm-mm. I turned to see if it was my boyfriend, because maybe he was you know, being silly, acting <laughs> like she, she writes a walking dead zombie in, at midnight in my living room. Does he tend to do that? I, it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> but, of course, she turns and he's right there, sleeping in the bed. This boyfriend is, sleeps a lot, huh? Well, well it's, it's I guess it's happening at night. So then, one of my worst fears happened multiple times on a few different nights. Worst I fears. always cover my feet with blankets when I'm sleeping. Same girl. Say a a aim. It wasn't a cold hand or even scary, to be honest. Just like a gentle but firm touch of someone's entire palm on the <gasps> top part of my foot between my ankle and my toes. I woke up immediately and Excuse looked at my feet. Excuse me? Uh, no. Run. They were still under the blanket, but I could feel the lingering touch no. of whatever was rubbing my foot. Again, my boyfriend was sleeping next to me, so it definitely wasn't him. Wait, so it went through the, the sheet into the skin? It was um, ghost ghost hand on skin, or was it? did she feel it over the, the blanket? I, I doesn't necessarily say, but she does always cover her feet. So somehow, <sighs> some way. This hand got on the feet. Mm-mm. All right, she writes, Mm-mm. at this point... Not a ghost with a foot fetish. Oh, I don't like that. No, 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 no. At this point, I just I just suffered at night with my head under the blankets and didn't tell my boyfriend anything that was happening. Now, I don't know the dynamics of your relationship, but I don't understand. Nothing? Like, I, would t- I, I would tell everything. Obviously. He's probably not telling her shit either. Just wait. He's probably got to start... Oh, girl. Just wait. Okay. I figured the weird things would eventually stop, and I didn't want to scare him. Now, I don't want to be traditional here. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What you got to say, Roz? Tell me. I feel like I would tell him. I wouldn't be worried about scaring him. I would want him to whoop this ghost's ass. How? How? Figure it out. (laughs) You're a man. (laughs) Men fix things. (laughs) So... Towards the end of the week, he told me he needed to tell me something. Here it comes. One night, I had fallen asleep earlier than him, and he was watching things on his laptop in the living room on the couch. Porn. He had dozed off, woken up, and saw a girl with long hair wearing a hoodie standing at the end of the L-shaped portion of our couch facing him. He thought it was me, but in our small-ass apartment, you can see directly into our bedroom from the living room. He could see me sleeping. He looked back at the girl, who he now realized did not have a face. Stop. He said it was super blurry. And he was doing weird hand—she was doing weird hand gestures. He said it was kind of like the anime Naruto. Is that how you say it? Girl, you don't know Naruto? Naruto? Yeah, Naruto or Naruto. Either or is good. I don't know that. It's a little hand signals when they do their little ninja spells. Okay. I'm learning. (laughs) Okay, but she also writes, but I don't understand that reference. She said that that's what he said. Okay. Okay. So he forced himself to close his eyes, and eventually he fell back asleep. 
getting chills. See, I wouldn't be able to sleep after seeing no, no, that. No, 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 she has the blurry all. face, which, I mean, you go on Instagram these days, you see a lot of blurry faces. So, <laughs> after he told me his story, I told him all the weird things that were going on with me at nighttime. He made me call my dad immediately, who became a priest after he retired. What? Oh, interesting. He came over to bless our apartment, and things seemed to settle down. A few days later, my boyfriend had casually mentioned that something had happened on the route he took home from work. The route he was taking every day was a street that cut through a church and a cemetery, both of which were founded in the 1800s. He said it was a shortcut and saved him a minute or two. So moral of the story, men are dumb and will bring ghosts home. So I believe... It's believed that maybe a ghost, one of these ghosts chilling out there, hopped on with him and came home. It's so, so interesting. He's again, this all happened in a week. Yeah. This is all one week. This is nuts. Isn't that crazy? Some anime girl is haunting this house. With a blurry face. With a blurry face and a hoodie. A hoodie. Why did the hoodie throw me off? Hoodies aren't very 1800s. But maybe, exactly. like, some. I mean, if there's a hood in the 1800s, it's... <clears throat> dark-sided yeah no that's some sinister stuff but he said hoodie meaning either an 1800 girl ghost found a, a hoodie somewhere and was like yeah this is cool clothes oh, yeah. i mean can ghosts change their clothes it's a big debate that i've had over the years but i you know could I mean? see like here's the thing if you've been a ghost since the 1800s right you know all the tricks you know everything you meet a brand new 20, you know, 19 ghosts or whatever comes in. You whoop that ghost ass. Or a pre-pandemic ghost. You whoop that ghost ass, <laughs> little baby ghost, and you take their clothes. Uh, is that what happens? I mean, why wouldn't that? Have you been a ghost for literally 200 plus years? Uh-huh. You would be, you'd probably be right. stronger. If there was a showdown between an 1800 ghost versus a 2019 ghost, the 1800 ghost would win. Now, when you... When a ghost kills a ghost, how do they undress? And they just whoop their ass, and they just <laughs> oh, they. Oh, not even a kill. Oh, you can't really kill a ghost. You whoop their ass. Yeah, you whoop their ass. You take uh-huh. their clothes, and then that's how you get more modern day clothes. <laughs> you only gotta fight them. You gotta whoop their ass for their clothes. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a ghost, but I would. <laughs> Imagine that that's how it would go down. I would hate to be a ghost in the 1800s and see all the changing styles and looking look at my clothes and be like, oh, I'm still wearing this petticoat. Like, no, no, no. no. I, need, I need to change it up. Especially with a hoodie. I'm like, that looks comfortable as hell. Yes. If you're from the 1800s, there was nothing of comfort. No, no, no. You're wearing a what? Bustle? They didn't have juicy couture. <laughs> like, there was nothing. I would love to be haunted by a juicy couture ghost. They're, they got to be out there. With a belly button ring? Belly button ring ri- with the whale tail. Remember that? The whole the song. I think and a Tinkerbell back. tramp stamp. Oh, Tinkerbell tramp stamp. Just like an orange tan. When I went to Disneyland a couple months ago with my friend, we d- we like to do scavenger hunts. Mm-hmm. and like, But we do it real specific, and it's with people. <laughs> like We're, oh, we're looking see. for like types of people. Uh-huh. And I... One of my favorite ones is Tinkerbell Lady, which is just like a lady, like a grown woman that has like a Tinkerbell tattoo or like always there's always at least 50 of them. Yeah, there's a (laughs) Tinkerbell Lady is a type of woman. 
And she's very like, I like Tinkerbell because I'm sassy just like her. She's just like me. We're both sassy and a little flirty. That's my favorite kind of woman is a Tinkerbell woman, to be honest. I'm sassy, flirty, but still love Disney. Exactly. And I'm going to get it. It's Why is it always tramp stamp? I, I can't. Every Tinkerbell tattoo I've seen was a tramp stamp. Oh, I've seen calves. Calves of Tinkerbell? Yeah, I've seen not calves. where I would put Tinkerbell. Yeah, to be honest, because I was I was searching people because <laughs> I wanted to win that. You were Terminator scanning them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to win that scavenger hunt really bad. Um, I'll tell you that's not what this podcast is, but I'll tell you some of my other topics some other time. Okay, let's get back to my. <laughs> let's get done with my objectifying living people, and let's get back to objectifying <laughs> the dead. <laughs> Um, that's a scary story. It was Hillary, scary. you scared the shit out of me. It, but it's a, the moral of the story is ghosts can find you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you are. That is, I don't want to believe that. I don't want to believe that a ghost can just hang, like attach themselves to you and just like invade your home. I don't like it. Well, I wonder what you think about this. No. You want to see an eBay haunted doll? <laughs> you know I do. Are you kidding okay. me? My favorite thing these days is to go to eBay.com and look at haunted dolls. Do you now, just search haunted dolls? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's that simple? That's all anyone has to do. And you just sell the haunted... That feels irresponsible to me. Selling haunted dolls on eBay? Yeah. And I'm sure they're all actually haunted. <laughs> um, okay, so these... Don't have names, these two. But they do come with, like, a backstory situation. Okay. But here they are. There's two of them. They are... um, I can't tell if they're related or they're dating. They're really cute. One of them's brunette and has, like, um, like the ghost from Ghostbusters, like the big, like, marshmallow Yes, okay, Uh uh-huh. Right, the little, like, Lord Fauntleroy sort of, like, hat. Very Lord Fauntleroy. Mm-hmm. Um, with, like, a frilly shirt and very high-waisted shorts. Yes. And then the other one... Um, kind of Alice in Wonderland goes to prep school. Alice in Wonderland, but her hair's cut short. It's a little bit Drew Barrymore from Scream. And, you know, this looks like a queer couple, to be honest with you. I mean, you think so? They both have lipstick yeah. on. Because <laughs> um, I th- I was thinking more mask with this w- with the one with the hat. I agree, yeah. But they both have on the lipstick, and it looks like a lash. So, or at least mascara. So, let's read about them. I love them already. Okay. So, this pair. Okay, they're going for forty nine ninety nine. That's it. This is a pair of vintage dolls from the 1950s. Vinyl boy and girl dolls. Interesting. Unmarked, about 12 inches tall. I feel they are evil and have a haunted (laughs) feeling about them. I don't deal with creepy dolls. I buy and sell old dolls and toys. You can see from my listings. I purchase items from estate sales here in North Carolina. I picked up these dolls from the original owner at an estate sale. She laughed when I picked them up and said they needed a good home. And I said, I hope you like dolls. Oh, no, she said. (laughs) She said, quote, I hope you like dolls. These dolls like to play. I laughed. And I said, I love dolls. And I wanted to purchase them. 
I thought she was a kooky old woman just playing with me. Well, I brought them home, and I've had bad luck ever since. They give off a creepy feeling. You can feel it in my pictures that I took. They give me a bad feeling, and my husband and I had nightmares, many nightmares that we can't explain because we have never had them before. Nightmares, I believe. Um <laughs> I put them in my bedroom to play a joke on my husband and creep him out, right. and the joke was on that. me. <laughs> As we have had bad dreams and bad luck the last few weeks, and nothing is going right. Ever since I brought the dolls into our home, I feel they are evil. The feeling you get is awful when you are near them. They are creepy and give off an evil feeling. Okay, I can't explain it. Just look at my pictures. You'll see what I mean. You can get the feeling of evil from my photos. My family wants these dolls out, so here they are, up for auction. I want them out of our home. They're in a shoebox, the same box the owner sold them to me. They're ready to ship. $49.99. I want them out of my house, but not for free. It's giving, it's giving, it's not my fault my life is bad. It's the dolls. Sure. Sure. Allegedly. Well, it's hard to sell. I mean, I appreciate the honesty, but also, like, you're not selling me on these dolls. Same. I'm like, I need more details. I need more specificity. You can't just say feeling 600 times and say that they're haunted. Bad luck and nightmares. What kind? What kind of nightmares? What kind of bad luck are you receiving? Yes. Before I purchase... (laughs) I'm willing to pay double if you go into great detail about what kind of luck you've been having and what kind of nightmares you're you're having. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Okay. Because if the nightmares are like, you know, I had sleep paralysis, it's like, girl, really? I don't want that. Yeah, but everyone's got it. You don't. It's not. I've never had it. You've never had sleep paralysis? Never. And I refuse to. (laughs) I will not. That it don't work that way. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. The more you talk about it, and the more you think about it, the better chance of it happening. Some, so you don't in some think cases, about it? in some cases, I read this part online that if you you can like the more you start thinking about it, it's like in your head, and you so can you do just it. don't think about it. Oh, I think happen. about it constantly, but I'm what I'm thinking is it's not going to happen. I don't. So like you're that. secreting this whole thing. You're like doing Reverse the secret. secret. <laughs> Gossip. Yes. (laughs) You want to hear some ghost voices? Yeah. It's time for EVPs or EV please. I like to go to YouTube. Uh Uh-huh. And I like to look for people's electronic voice phenomena. Ghost voices, they believe they've captured mm-hmm. the audio of. I'm going to play you two of them, and I want you to tell me what you hear. I'll okay. give you some options. The correct answer will be what the ghost hunter believes. Ah. Okay. So, this first one was posted by Justin Timmons. Is that the ghost hunter or just a, a person? Um, it's a person. I, I think they do ghost hunting. Um, it, they did not say what the location was, mm. but what is this ghost saying? Yeah, it's real crystal clear and beautiful, <laughs> like real relaxing sound. And where we don't know where if this is a hotel or a boat or anything I don't like know. that. 
a windstorm, maybe. <laughs> Sounds like it. But there is a voice that's like. I hear the voice. Mm-hmm. What do you think it's saying? It honestly sounds like the beginning of a, like an industrial song. Like it's about to be like an Aphex Twin song. You know what I mean? I don't know that. <laughs> I heard I Want You at the end. I do. I just right? I want you. Well, that's not what Sounds they believe. Sounds like Optimus Prime, actually, like a Transformer. Is it A, I want to get some chicken. B, I am so evil. <laughs> C, don't you hurt me, bitch. <laughs> or D, wash your hair sick. <laughs> I am saying this because my hair is so dirty today. <laughs> and it was fresh on my mind. You're telling me one of these is correct? Yes, one of these is correct. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh-uh. I'm hearing, honestly, I'm hearing E- I want to come. I want you. That's what I'm hearing. Ew. That's what I'm hearing. Listen, listen again. Come, I want you. Well, they believe that it's saying, don't you hurt me, bitch. Mm. I kind of hear it. Don't, don't you, you hurt. hurt. And then after that, I'm like, that ain't, that ain't it. I hear a ch at the end from a bitch. It's, that's a three-syllable bitch then. But itch. That was a long bitch then. All right. Um, Wait, one more time. One more time. I want to hear it one more time. Don't you hurt me, bitch. <laughs> you just got aggressive. The way that you just... I just raised my finger. <laughs> I just lip sank it for Oscar. Don't hurt me, bitch. Okay. Next one. I believe this is in a house. And it was posted by Joseph Fontaine. What is it saying? Is it the same voice? Is it, is it the same ghost? No, it's definitely not as deep. What? I'm hearing words. I'm hearing words. Don't you cry? You Don't you cry, I'll knock you out. That's what I hear. Don't you cry, I'll knock you out. Wow. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. That that Which is like uh, Yeah. Mixed signals there. I don't know. What, what's going that's on? That's the there? 1800s ghost <laughs> talking to the 2019 ghost. Being like, Don't you cry, I'll knock you out. Just give me the hoodie. Okay. Is it A I'm obsessed with Greg Kinnear? <laughs> Yes. Actor Greg Kinnear. 
As good as it gets, Greg Kinnear? Yes. Cute. Is it B, they're upstairs. Get out of here. <gasps> Is it C, I'm upset because what you said. Or D, I must add, I can do my own stunts. <laughs> All right. I like the idea of a struggling actor still trying to find a job after, oh, yeah. in the afterlife. Um, that's that's the town we live in is filled with ghosts truly. that are just like one other thing I can do accents if you need it. It's like every ghost hunt in in Hollywood. It's like, oh, this is like a, this ghost must be from New York, and then it's like, oh, now there's another one. It must be from Australia, and then it's like, no, it's just some voiceover artist that died. <laughs> Just being like, look what I can do. Yes. <laughs> In this room, all I'm hearing is, I almost got that part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now it's so weird. It sounds like a penguin. <laughs> it sounds like a penguin with a dream. I can't describe it, but the voice I'm hearing, it sounds like a penguin Wait, with a dream. Wait, what's this floating? Oh, is this a voiceover reel? Oh. A cassette tape? A cassette tape, yeah. Okay, let's get back to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want the options again? Yes, please. I'm obsessed with Greg Kinnear. <laughs> They're upstairs. Get out of here. That's that's what I want to say. I'm upset because what you said. Mm-hmm. I must add, I could do my own stunts. Oh, gosh. Is it the third one? I'm upset because what you said. Yeah. They believe it's the second one. Okay, that You're, makes more sense. They're upstairs. Get out of here. Okay, they're... It almost sounds like two different goes. It does, they're right? They're upstairs. Get out of here. here! Yeah. Or maybe one goes... You know what it is? It's one ghost doing a self-tape, and it can't find a reader, so, so it's they doing have both to do parts. the other part. Yeah. Oh, don't <laughs> remind me of the times I've had to do that. Um, <laughs> all right, Oscar. Yes. Last thing. Mm-hmm. I just want to ask you your <laughs> thoughts. What about um, about some paranormal topics? Yes. Okay. Bigfoot. Sorry, babes. Sorry, babes. Sorry, babes. Not real. Not real. Not real. Not real. Really? Bigfoot? I don't know. Eh. Feels like a... Doesn't feel real. Why are you looking at me Why like that? Why do you not think it's real? It just doesn't feel real. That's... You can't... That's not, like, an acceptable <laughs> answer. What about It just Bigfoot? feels like a weird marketing... To sell strategy. what? The camp. The wildlife. To sell camping? <laughs> yes. To sell wildlife. To be like, look at what you could find if you go out camping. This crazy monster. Put on by the who? The, the wildlife camp- yeah, foundation. foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Ooh. It's like the Loch Ness Monster. Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monsters is the same kind of category. We know that the Loch Ness Monster does not exist. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Who? The picture was was debunked. Well, a lot of things have been debunked, but that doesn't mean that they're not 
They're okay. Fair. Some people tried. Fair. <clears throat> fair. You know. You saying the Loch Ness monster exists? I'm saying I don't know. You think Bigfoot exists? I don't know, but I know a lot of people have said that they've seen Bigfoot. Who? There's people. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's going to have to be like this. Well, I mean, if you give me a name and then you Google that name and if wildlife ranger or, you know what I mean, like camp aficionado doesn't pop up in their resume, then I'll believe you. All right. So what about this? A man in Florida. Credible. Really? Credible state. Really? That is a state in America. Automatically debunked. A man in Florida. Okay. Who was... Hunting hogs. <laughs> Aren't we all? Was out there and he spotted what many people are calling the best footage ever. And I'll show it to you. Um, this article is on ladbible.com and there's actually a video that's on YouTube. I'm sorry. You think Bigfoot lives in Florida? Bigfoot lives in every single state. <laughs> oh, there, so there's, there's different ones. Okay. So Bigfoot is like big feet. There's like tons of. Oh, yeah. There's big feet. <laughs> okay. Look at this. Tell me that's not real. I can't see it. It looks like a bear to me. I'm not going to lie. I don't see where it is. Where is it? It's like there's this? a thing here. Yeah. All right. What we're looking at is. I believe this man was just out there. He saw something. That's a bear. That's not a bear. It's... What is that then? It looks like a gorilla. It kind of does look like a gorilla. Oh, it's standing up. Yeah, its, it's arms are really long. This looks like a gorilla to me, but a gorilla in Florida? They call them skunk apes down there. What? I mean, it's not exactly the same thing, but that looks to me. That feels like a gorilla that escaped from the zoo. I mean. Why is it so close? This man. So I'm pretty sure I just turned you into a believer. (laughs) Yes. You made me believe that gorillas do, in fact, exist. Um, Let me just get. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) This guy's name was Josh Highcliffe. That was his name. Um, you can check out his video online. Um, it's pretty good. All right, let me ask you one more mm-hmm. synchronicities. What you, do you mean? Do you are you the kind of person right place at the right time? Oh, absolutely. That thing should have happened then. Absolutely. Destiny. Absolutely. Destiny. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell me about it. Well, you know, now that we're it's a, it's a nice set. You smart. Nice little segue into Minx. So um, when it came to auditioning for Minx, like I, 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 Minx was the very last in-person audition I went on in uh, February of 2020 before the shutdown happened. And um, I booked Minx based on that one audition, which is, if anyone works in this industry, it's it's sort of impossible. And that's not to say that I'm like... Really? That's usually luck. what happens for me. <laughs> it happens for me every single time. <laughs> I, honestly, I would believe it. No. I truly would. <laughs> Absolutely not. But 
Um, well, especially for something like that. Like, uh, yeah, it's like a, a big role, and also like every single thing. I, I've I was in the process of uh, in the process of auditioning for another show while I was like waiting on Minx, and I auditioned for like four months on this project. Fully convinced I was going to get it. I was like, okay, cool. It didn't work out for me. And I was like just devastated because like that's the whole – that's the audition process. The audition process is like you have an audition, then you get a callback, and then you go through a bunch of other callbacks until they weed out all the people they don't want until you get to like the producer session. And then even then it's like not really certain and then you book the job. Maybe. Maybe you book the pilot, then you get replaced with someone else. Um, it's just an insane business, but I think I auditioned for this thing. I thought I was going to book it, even though the character was really wrong for me. Like it just didn't make sense. I was playing a straight person. How? Um, on this show, um, that was like a dad of a 12 year old. It just like felt so like, ugh, I don't know. It just felt so weird, but you know, going through whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, it didn't work out for me. I was devastated. Then I got a call from, um, my manager being like, Hey, you're still on this. Uh, you're still in the running for a minx. And I was like, what the hell show is this? I don't, I don't even remember. Cause I auditioned so long ago. Um, then when I got the call back, um, Everything was on Zoom, and they canceled that callback, and so I was devastated. And then later on, they were like, oh, you have a producer session, which to get to that step is, like, insane, you know? And then right before I went to the session, they canceled it because they were like, oh, yeah, we're done for the day. And I was like, well, fuck. I, that's it. That's it. I, I will never work again because that's how I am. And then I ended up getting the job based on that one thing, and it's because the the showrunner – from that tape was like we knew you were right for that job and it really is wild to me that I ended up working on this role in this show because this role really changed my entire life in terms of the way that I my perspective on bodies because if you don't know Minx is a show about the first erotic magazine for women and I play a photographer who takes pictures of Naked man. Um, and uh, the most beautiful, quote unquote, like stereotypically beautiful men out there with like real eight packs penises. and like <laughs> real penises. With real penises. Coming season. Uh, exactly, yeah. And I hear stories from, and I've always like my entire life, I've always like felt very weird about my body. You know, I was a dancer before, I did comedy, so like that part. Um, and I was always constantly sort of embarrassed by, like, my own sort of, like, physical appearance. But weirdly, working on this show, it's given me so much more confidence about my, like, body image issues and, like, realizing, like, oh, everyone's going on their own body journey. Like, you can be – you can have the, quote-unquote, perfect body and still find things that are wrong with it and still be able to pick it apart and still be, like, nervous about it and shy about mm-hmm. it and stuff. And that was, like, unheard of for me, you know, because mm. I was just like, no, like, the people in the ivory tower – are like loving every aspect of their being because they work really hard on it. And I was like, oh no, like we all are going through that together. And it's in the mind. And there's tons of things to celebrate about our bodies and where we are in that process right now. And I wouldn't, I truly, and I'm telling you right now, I would have never realized that if I didn't book this job, if I 
didn't audition for it in February. You know what I mean? And also, if I got called back because my ass would have sabotaged the shit out of myself, I know it to be true. It just felt like it was all destined to to happen, you know? So I, I truly believe in happenstance, synchronicity, all of that stuff. That shit is so real to me. The end. You could have just said yes, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) We would have accepted yes, I believe in synchronicities. (laughs) In short. mm -hmm. (laughs) No, that was amazing. I'm so happy for you. I'm I'm happy for you. stop. We're doing big things, baby. Well... Tell everyone where to find you and all that stuff. You can find me on social media at Ozymo, O-Z-Z-Y-M-O, on Instagram and Twitter. And that's it. Check out the show. Oh, yes. And also watch Minx on Stars. Are you in any commercials right now that we should look out for? Uh, Always in commercials. Always no. in commercials. Oh, no. I, the last thing I booked um, was a, a progressive commercial, but I got COVID at a wedding. And I couldn't do the job. Was Flo in it? John Hamm was in it. Oh, my. I love Stephanie Courtney, though. Who? Flo. Oh, is that her name? Yeah. She did Golden Girls with us a couple months ago. Oh, my God. She seems like a cool cat. She's the best. She seems really fun. So cool. I want to meet her. Well, thank you for doing this. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much to Oscar Montoya. Go watch the YouTube video version if that's sort of more your thing. Link in the description. Also there, you could find my Patreon link, which I'm not really updating at the moment, but there's tons of content on there. And I want to tell you to please like the show, follow it, Tell your friends, rated five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do that. If you have a ghost story, you could leave it in a five-star review for me to read on the show. Or you could email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. Those listener episode submissions, just write listener episode in the subject line. Send it to ghostedbyroz at gmail.com with some bullet points of the stories that we could be talking about. And I'm on Instagram at Roz Hernandez, TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I'll talk to you next week. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.